here, my Cryptid Chat fam. Welcome to another episode, to the first episode of 2021 of Cryptid Chat with Yami. I am super excited that we got rid of 2020 and 2021 is looking good. I don't know about you guys, if you've made any resolutions or anything. Um, your girl here, Yami, is trying to... Um, maximize her um, days so trying not to wake up late eating late going to sleep late i've started a new job so i'm now teaching english online to kiddos across the seas and it requires me to wake up at the crack of dawn so i've definitely had to change my schedule around a little bit but we are working on our resolutions. We're going to be more healthy this year. We're going to do yoga. We're going to do, we're just going to, we're going to get active, damn it, because we sit around a lot. And now that our job requires us to sit, it's going to, my butt hurts. So let's, yeah. So I don't know what your resolutions are or if you have any, but again, I am happy that you are all tuning in for another year. I'm excited for what this year will bring. And I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, I had mentioned in a re year in a review episode that I wanted to touch on more unique and different topics within the cryptid and the supernatural community. And today's topic is no um, is no short of that. It actually is not my idea. It came about of our guest, and I loved the idea. And I said, "All right, we have to have you on." So, without further ado, I'm going to just head straight into our um, interview episode today, and I hope you all enjoy it. Hello, my friends. I am here with our special guest for today's episode. I am super excited. I'm a big fan of their work, so I'll just have our special guests introduce themselves a little bit to all of our fine cryptid viewers. Listeners, excuse me. I always forget that. <laughs> it's fine. Nice to see you all slash not see you all. <laughs> um, my name is Hannah. I am the head of the account What Would Mothman Do? It's also an Etsy store. Uh, and I am a non-binary cryptid enthusiast who just loves talking about cryptids, but especially cryptids as it relates to queerness and the lgbtq plus community yes we are here for it i'm so excited to have you on our episode today hana so first i have to ask what mm -hmm. is and this is a hard question it's always a hard question what is your favorite cryptid oh my gosh you know i <laughs> okay i know i have to say mothman because the account was what would mothman do so if i don't <laughs> say mothman i don't know he'll come through the night and kill me but it's <laughs> I, at least I'll get to see him. At least I'll get to see my icon. Um, I will also say that whenever I get this, um, whenever I get this question, I want to think of like an interesting cryptid because you know how yeah. like, if you if like your favorite coffee is the pumpkin spice latte, everyone knows they're a basic bitch, and I don't want everyone <laughs> to know it, even though I am. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that recently I've been into the aesthetic of, the goofy aesthetic of, I think it's pronounced the Tetzelvan. It's like this snake with a cat head from Germany. Oh. I think it's pronounced Tetzelvan or something like that. Um, it And like some depictions have it with its paws out, like it has front paws. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's just a snake with a, with, with a cat head. It's just a tube. I love um, it. With, 
amazing. Uh, I I think it looks really interesting and cool, and some of the outlook is kind of kind of wacky. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking a lot about Petzl lately. <laughs> just, I just think about him. I just think about him day to day. You know how like sometimes it'll just think about someone you love. Yes, they live. Li- they are living rent free in your mind. Yes, and aside from that, when I was young i i gotta pick a other cryptid now because i'm anxious that people will be like both of those cryptids suck uh <laughs> so the third one is nessie because nessie is my girlfriend she is my wife and one day i will crawl into the loch ness and um i guess just live with my wife i guess that's what's gonna happen i've made that plan um <laughs> yeah no i will be i will be taking no questions on this <laughs> that's beautiful Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I don't blame you. Nessie's a, an icon and like un of itself. We love Truly. we love a, a lake queen. We love that. <laughs> we do. Honestly, queen of the lake. I love the aesthetic. I love the looks. Um, <laughs> just bury me in seaweed and call me a fashion icon. Yes. <laughs> so I'm really excited for our topic today because, you know, we ever since we... Um, kind of began chatting on Instagram. Um, we've talked about a lot of things and I'm so glad that we got to meet and we've got some things in common. And then you popped up the idea to do a, a kind of like an interview episode where we talked about this very subject about, you know, cryptids in relation to queerness. And it's, I'm just, man, I'm really excited for listeners to get to hear, you know, thoughts, exp- you know, thoughts, opinions, experiences, and I think it's going to be a really awesome, a really awesome episode. I'm just excited because it's so unique. Yes! We're yeah, here for it. I love it because it is unique, but I also am finding just as I interact more with the, I guess, cryptid community. Mm-hmm. Is that what we call ourselves? I, I don't know what we call ourselves. You know, ourselves. I don't even know if we have like an official name, but I feel like that that's cool. That, that'll work. Cryptid heads, whatever. We'll figure <laughs> it out. The crypt. Uh, we'll have a, we'll have a cool name uh, by the end of this session. We won't. We probably won't. But if we do, at the end of the session, I'll just give a name. It'll be fun. Um, but I'm thinking that as I interact more with cryptid people, I find that my story in terms of how I've just come to realize I love cryptids and how I relate to the idea of cryptids is mm-hmm. not so uncommon. It's not it's a pretty common thing that I've heard. Um, like I grew up in a, I guess, I guess we could say a somewhat strict, um, you know, immigrant family, and I wasn't out of the closet at all. Um, and you know, I didn't really get out of the closet till I left home. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it is that I kind of found solace in cryptid hood I I think (laughs) the idea of cryptids I hope I make sense I think the idea of cryptids um, just like someone being on the outskirts of society someone who's kind of weird someone who's kind of abnormal and and anomaly I think that as I interact with more people in the cryptid community I find more people who are queer Mm -hmm. I would say almost all of my immediate circle of cryptid aficionados are queer or in the closet or like at least have some close proximity to queerness like Mm -hmm. they have a lot of siblings or a lot of like best friends who happen to be queer um and i think that 
the commonness of it has kind of made me think, oh, so this isn't just a one-off thing. This isn't an outlier. It's a trend. And I think that that's just so fascinating to see. So I figured it would be a relatable conversation. And if most of our audience is like straight, fine, congratulations, I guess. But <laughs> I think that it's a, it's a good definitely experience. A yeah, it's, yeah, it's learning different perspectives and understanding. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this is these are people that we're like, we're still part of the community. Mm-hmm. So I would I've, say that even among straight people mm-hmm. in the crypto community, those people that feel like an outcast or feel yeah. mm-hmm. maybe a little bit abnormal and i definitely relate to that as someone with an you know with an immigrant background i'm middle eastern i'm you know i'm not white i'm not straight i'm, I'm not cis mm-hmm. um so i relate to that on maybe a different level than you know someone who's just maybe feels a little bit different than the crowd um for different reasons but yeah i think that that's a common thread that we see in this community <laughs> I relate to that a lot. So with today's topic, um, I'm going to speak about it through the lens of a close friend of mine. Um, Wink, wink, take it as you will. (laughs) So like in terms of like upbringing, you know, we, we, we both have like we have similar kind of upbringings that we've talked about it before a little bit, but like, again, we both come from immigrant families. Um, We both grew up in kind of, you know, religious, a bit more stricter households. Mm -hmm. So I I relate heavily to that experience of like how the cryptid, the paranormal community in general is just like, it, it's like a weird sanctuary for the weird, if that makes sense. Like you just like, there's something that gravitates you to it especially as you're growing up and like 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 for me specifically when I was like probably like preteen early teen years that's when like I like really dove into this community like I was watching all the shows and sneaking books into my house from the library on like Bigfoot and stuff like that like that was like for some reason just something drew me into it and I remember like being like this is probably really weird to other people. And like, when I would try to tell my family about it, they would just be like, are you okay? Like, oh my gosh, I, are you good? Are you good? (laughs) Like, you know, that's not real, right? And I'm like, how dare you say (laughs) that Nessie is not real? How dare you? Absolutely Uh, not. How could you? What do you mean? I can't live in the, I can't live in the lake. Absolutely, I can. (laughs) That's homophobia, and I don't appreciate it in 2021. <laughs> no, we're stopping the narrative that I can't live in the lake with my lake possibly white. How could you? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely get it. I, I know that. I mean, it makes sense in some sense um, mm-hmm. to be vague, you know, and to be very generalizing, by the way. So if this isn't your experience, um, you know, I, I guess... You know, I'm trying to be general here, but mm-hmm. I think that a lot of immigrant families, they don't want to be the odd ones out within mm-hmm. their communities, particularly if they don't live in a community that looks like them or acts like them. Um, I think I think the idea of gravitating towards the strange, gravitating towards things that are kind of a bit freaky and odd, when you're already just trying to get by. And, you know, I remember, you know, my dad had multiple jobs at Mm -hmm. one point, like, growing up. Like, you know, it's, you know, just trying to get by and feed your family and make it through the day. I think, you know, 
I could understand why they would be, in a way, baffled by. Mm -hmm. So, why are you obsessed with this? Why are you, why are you so, I guess, dedicated to <laughs> this strange? Um, I mean, of course, that's a lot of like, you know, armchair psychology. Of course, it's just kind of me um, guessing, but I think that. I, I think that that would resonate. I think that that makes sense. Um, and I definitely think I maybe saw some of that in my own family growing up. Um, but yeah, I think there's another layer when you're already, you know, I guess in my experience and maybe your friend's experience, <laughs> wink, wink, when you're, in, <laughs> when you're in the closet and you're surrounded by people who maybe think, hey, you know, or maybe who say homophobic or transphobic things all the time, or who maybe think that anyone from that subset, anyone from that community, anyone who identifies that way is strange and odd. Um, finding yourself an outlet through cryptids and through ghosts and through the paranormal and through unsolved mysteries and through, I mean, we could talk about conspiracy theories oh, yeah. another day and how a lot of them are problematic and anti-Semitic. We could have that conversation <laughs> on a different podcast. Let me know if you want me to come back for that. Um, but, you know, conspiracy theories. I watch so much YouTube about Bigfoot and about, you know, things that aren't true and about things that I wanted to be true. Um, I think it's easy to gravitate to that when you're in the closet. So... I don't know. I, I think about how when I was young, I really loved cryptids and I loved ghosts and I liked watching ghost stories, but I especially watched like anything odd. I remember, mm -hmm. I think it was Animal Planet. They had the show, The Most Extreme, yes! where everyone was like a neon green blob and they had horrible CGI. And you yes! would just see the people like stretch horribly. I think there was like one episode where they're like, this is how long your tongue would be if it was as long as this animal's. And it's just yes, like, it's just like <laughs> we love to see it. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. I, I, I don't remember it that much, but I, I, I remember enough of it to know that it was up my alley. Cause I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's freaky. <laughs> you know? That's cool. Um, that's cool. Um, and I think now, am I saying that if you like cryptids, you're gay? Yes. No, um, I'm, saying <laughs> that if, I'm saying that it's really easy, I think, to find solace in a community that celebrates mm. the strange when you feel a little bit strange yourself. So mm. I guess, you know, that's why I feel like I relate to cryptids on that level and why I think maybe it's somewhat common. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just among my friend group, but I don't think it's just that. I think... I think it's somewhat common. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, we're we're speaking from, from like, from our experiences. I can't necessarily speak towards everybody, but I absolutely agree. Like, I think that when you feel already different, and you find something that's a little different, and maybe sticks out, or maybe is like also a little different that you can almost like see a bit of yourself in in a weird way like you mm -hmm. gravitate toward that because it's something that's almost in a way like comforting it's 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 something that makes you feel like you're not alone you're not just the only one and 
when you find, especially when you find a whole community behind it, oh my gosh, that's a whole other story because then you're like, I'm not the only one. There's literally hundreds of us and it's a beautiful thing. We can all geek out about how beautiful Mothman's eyes are and how equally terrifying he is, but damn, look at that ass on that sculpture. Like, like that's, (laughs) that is, it's, it's so great to find community in similar topics and absolutely yeah and find other people that you can talk about these things and so it's it's that feeling you're not alone kind of which is something that is so greatly needed when you feel kind of like you're either you kind of sometimes feel like you are alone or like you can't fully be yourself or yes I can fully be myself but like it's not always accepted like there's a whole bunch of feelings that I think the that uh, some within, like, especially the queer community can relate to, um, that even just, you know, people in the crypto community can actually relate to as well. Like, there's commonality in, in the feelings and the wonder of cryptids, I think, (laughs) Mm -hmm. in their majesty. Yeah, I, I also think that there's just so little queer representation mm. on TV and in movies yes. and in books that I know we're gonna get 80 comments being like what are you talking about all of Steven Universe is queer and I'm like yes yeah. good thank you but somebody's gonna veteran. comment and be like did you not see She-Ra the new did you not see the new She-Ra that they was 1000 lesbians. <laughs> lesbians exist now because of She-Ra we did it guys Hope yeah there's the end it oh that we was love a, to see it that was great you had you had a whole bunch of queer representation in there so much diversity non-binary character like come on pop off yes pop off yeah on I, that. I do love Shira. oh my god you know what if you get a second podcast where i could just like dissect the relationships <laughs> yes. i almost called it queer we love to see it um in <laughs> Shira. i mean it's not uh, a lie i i, I love <laughs> true facts um i do like Shira. <laughs> double trouble they're amazing we love him yeah um you know i love the show i wish it co- we're talking about cryptids okay listen i was gonna <laughs> say aside from Shira, <laughs> Universe, we have we have um less representation than you think and i know mm-hmm. that people will be able to pull up a list on wikipedia of like a hundred characters oh yeah, you know yeah how many sure. characters they are? like that's still like one percent or less yeah. and mm-hmm. let me tell you queer people are not only one percent of the general mm-hmm. society and a lot of that representation is villains and monsters things like that mm-hmm. like i mean even I believe Shira's only non-binary character is like an alien monster shape-shifting person, which yeah, they're, they're kind of like worse. a like a neutral character. Like they they kind of yeah. they only really look for like their own interests, kind of a deal. Very chaotic, neutral. Oh, no, exactly. no, don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love Double Trouble. I love them so much. They're my favorite. But <laughs> I too can only cry when I think about children falling. We love it. Um, but um. No, <laughs> like I, I think that you can't point at that and be like, "See, we've done it. We've gotten a representation. Um, we need more variety. It's mm-hmm. okay to have villains and villainesses, and you know, just generally people who maybe are more anti-hero, more chaotic, neutral. Mm-hmm. But 
I want to see more main characters being queer. I want to see it, and I want to see it, like, visibly and proudly. Um, because we don't have enough of those. Um, a lot of queer representation, especially just throughout the 20th century, was, well, you know, it was, it was problematic. We had, (laughs) we had, like, um, we've had movies where villains have been queer-coded for a really long time because of strict moral codes kind of mm-hmm. put into place and kind of enacted through media and through cinema, especially beginning in the 50s. So we have a lot of villains who kind of act a little bit more flamboyant. And that's how you know that they're, you know, the villains. I mean, we see it really strongly in Disney today, like oh, kind of carried yeah, they're, over. They're, no, they're notorious uh, for that. <laughs> but I always loved Ursula more than I liked Ariel. Honestly, Ariel, like, there was <laughs> yeah, no, no, just just so much more depth there in general, like mm-hmm. just like a cool, more bombastic character. And I think I don't think I speak alone when I say this. I know I don't speak alone when I say this, but a lot of queer people related more to the villains in these movies growing up and thought they were more wacky and cool and interesting and fixated on them because they're more interesting and they more relatable to us. Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, Ursula was, I believe, modeled after the drag queen Divine. And if that's inaccurate, cut it out. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's true. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are plenty of characters that kind of, I guess, are just a bit more, they're just a little bit more flamboyant. Jafar, Scar, pick a, pick a Disney, you know, villain, and you'll probably find something like that. Just last night, I was watching the 1960. Eight movie Barbarella, which is by the way a very funny and cheesy and incredibly raunchy and horny um, <laughs> sci-fi movie starring Jane Fonda when she was like twenty something. Oh and, wow! Um, and it begins with like a like a eighty minute strip tease to and she's ass naked. It's a lot. Um, which I mean, get hype, I guess. And the props right? are hilarious, and the plot makes no sense. It's a very funny to watch with friends. Um, it's it should be rated R. Um, it's it it's, has so much nudity in it. Um, and she just fucks her way through the galaxy. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but the, the, we're introduced to the great tyrant, and she flirts with Barbarella, and she just like puts a hand on her face and calls her her pretty pretty. And then Barbarella just like is like no, and she just leaves. And I'm like, you just fuck three men because they ask Barbarella. You can't have a strict moral code now that it's a lesbian. And then that lesbian ends up being the great tyrant who's like a dictator of this planet and enslaving people. Like, okay, I guess. I guess. Um, that's such. I know that's such a tangent. But I guess my point is people have kind of related to monsters and villains in movies for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know that the movie The Shape of Water um was kind of based on Guillermo del Toro's, um, I guess, look, looking at, you know, Creature of the Black Lagoon and monster movies like that, yeah. and thinking from the perspective of the monster as an immigrant, as someone on the outskirts of society. And giving that monster sympathy was a big reason why we have The Shape of Water, which is, by the way, a fantastic movie. It and not is. just about fucking fish people. It's amazing. Watch it. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I I think that it's 
no wonder that people who maybe are on the quote-unquote outskirts of society, mm-hmm. maybe people from marginalized groups of all kinds, relate and kind of enjoy the idea of monsters and villains. I think it's, one, they're more interesting and cool uh, at the time. <laughs> but too. also, I mean, oh my gosh, like, I could just pull out a list. Him Ooh. from Powerpuff Girls. Jesse and James from Pokemon. Like... <laughs> I think the of like, icon, the <laughs> like even in like I think we're seeing more like queer representation in media nowadays, or maybe it's just becoming more, I guess like not as stigmatized to see. Um, but like right off the top of my head, I always think of like Loki from Marvel, uh, Thor's yeah. because he is a chaotic bisexual in the yeah. can- like he's canon that way and you think that twink <laughs> is straight are you kidding me get yes. out of here no he is <laughs> such a interesting complex character and it's funny because mm-hmm. in like watching the avengers i was like they're all pretty neat but loki but, <laughs> but loki loki loki, loki. <laughs> um uh, yeah um i think that it's really easy to gravitate towards characters that you can kind of clear code a bit mm-hmm. um, for that reason. I'm, hmm, I, I guess it's, in some ways it's a bit of a bad thing because, you yeah. know, we're only seeing ourselves as the villains in all mm-hmm. of these stories of the anti-heroes. Um, and that's probably, like, bad. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's, I think it's better to have some representation and no representation at all. Mm-hmm. Which brings us back to, like, Mothman and Bigfoot and Nessie, my wife, who I love and who <laughs> I will die next to. Um, you know, we we just kind of have to make our own heroes mm-hmm. out, of, out of these characters sometimes. But also, uh, if you don't think that Mothman or Bigfoot are gay, you can go find them. And you can ask them. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, like if you if you don't think Bigfoot is gay, I I mean that's fine, and I, I respect your false opinion. But you can walk into the woods, find him, and then kindly ask him. And if he's feeling comfortable with you, he will either come out to you or bash your head in with a rock. Um, the next time I go squatching, that's gonna that's gonna be my sole purpose, my intention. That's maybe yeah. that's why they haven't found Bigfoot. They have been putting out the wrong intention in trying to find Bigfoot. There it is. You heard it you know here those, first. You know those Bigfoot mating calls that are just like kazoos. Yes. They just go. Ah. We love to see him. Um, I got one when I went squatching. <laughs> um, during um, during my honeymoon, I went to like. Con- Fusion Hill, which is like around Leggett, California, and mm-hmm. it's close to Bigfoot country. So I went and I got a Bigfoot call, which looks stupid. And at the at the bo- on the back of it, it's co- it's a mating call supposedly. So I don't know what's gonna happen when I blow on this and a horny Bigfoot comes out of the woods, barreling you at know, me at ninety miles. I've always hour. I've always thought that. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna that's definitely gonna come back and like um bite someone in the butt no pun intended like so maybe it didn't work because he's gay and it's a female mating call maybe how do they know how they just don't know they're so heteronormative they don't know we need to tell them (laughs) we need to let them know somebody has like like, a bigfoot call distributor and let them know that they're they're making a huge mistake (laughs) 
I mean, if we if we believe that like you know Bigfoot potentially could be related to like or like some subspecies of primates, like we've seen mm-hmm. be that behavior in primates exhibited before. So I mean, it's funny to like to me that anyone would try to limit the behavior mm-hmm. of a creature. Like, okay. <laughs> We have seen homosexuality, I believe, and someone Wikipedia this and correct me and call me dumb if it's not true. I know you guys will. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, I believe homosexuality is found in basically every animal species on God's green earth. I think in every a crap ton animal. of them. I'm not going to lie. I've seen it in penguins. I've seen it in dolphins. I've seen it in, yeah, a lot. <laughs> like, honestly, every animal species has gay, well, even like, trans quote unquote i know mm-hmm. animals don't have gender and we like gender in the way that we use it mm-hmm. uh, but we have seen animals who i guess are assigned a sex at birth kind of exhibit behavior mm-hmm. of a different gender that's like customary in that um you know in that species what what is that if not trans we have trans and gay animals <laughs> but i mean why can't bigfoot or mothman have you know why can't they be gay, I guess? Why Why can't I relate to these creatures and think that they're gay? Who, yeah, I mean, are they problematic? Maybe. Did Mothman maybe eat that woman's baby or at least try to? Who hasn't tried to eat a baby <laughs> among us? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone, y'all. Um, but... Mothman, just... if you're listening, we are here for you. This is a we Mothman support... support club yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah no it's I, I think um i think when you gotta make your own representation there's nothing wrong with projecting on mm-hmm. cryptids i mean there's nothing unhealthy about it i'm not hurting anyone exactly um, but i also think that yeah i mean I, I think it's like the x-men thing well you read x-men and there's some kind of parallel to insert marginalized group here. They're not, maybe it's, you know, an analogy for racism. It's an analogy for, um, you know, sexism, homophobia, transphobia. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, go ahead and project. Um, exactly, but at yeah. the end of the day, you know, it gives people catharsis. And it gives me catharsis to kind of think about these monsters, think about these myths. And, you know, if they are out there. I mean, apparently, according to TV, no one else is trans or gay. You know how few non-binary characters exist mm-hmm. on TV? Uh, fuck it, Mothman's non-binary, too. He hit non-binary icon. We love to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I, think it's, I think it's healthy, and I think it's safe. And I know that um, I've seen people on Instagram kind of like, push back on this i've gotten some nasty comments from people believe it or not they're awesome. okay can, can we talk about your shop because yeah. you've got some awesome <laughs> queer like queer cryptid stuff like i got a mothman pronouns pin from you and um my close friend um happened to get a <laughs> uh, a bisexual mothman pin like mm-hmm. and and it was beautiful yeah. um so By like I saw I saw a photo of Nico's friend, gorgeous, amazing. Right? Funny, did talented. did it, didn't she look so good in it? Wow, I know. Absolutely, <laughs> stunning icon. We love it. I hear she has a podcast. Um, yeah, you know, we're really close. 
<laughs> so with your store, uh, like, yeah, you like that was like the first thing that like drew me in with your store. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I have not seen anybody tie these two things in at least like in like a store like I've seen like a shirt or two maybe pop up every now and then but -hmm. like I haven't seen this kind of content in our community like so openly and I was obsessed and like oh my gosh this is everything I'm getting these pronoun pins and I'm wearing them to the Mothman Festival and West Mm -hmm. Virginia ain't ready for this like (laughs) and like I want to say off the bat that, um, yeah, we have amazing pronoun pins. We have amazing quiz stuff. Not all of that is just me. I design a lot of bumper stickers. I design some of the stickers and I give ideas for like pins. Mm-hmm. But I have a team of amazing friends and artists oh, who I are all that. queer. Yes. Who, like, yeah, I believe basically everyone's queer. It's amazing. Yeah. Most of them are non binary and trans too. Um, and, um, they design this stuff and they're all friends of mine and i do pay them by the way for the design they get like a cut of everything mm-hmm. that sells with the design on it um I'm, I'm like the store owner and i make the pins and i print the stickers and i cut everything out but but this is they're all work and they're amazing um they don't all have portfolios but some of them are working on them so as soon as i have a link to portfolios i'll put it in like a link tree on my instagram yes um, so you guys will see it but uh, yeah, no, I have an amazing team, and we created the store, actually, um, in 2019, like, the end of 2019, I think mm-hmm. it kicked off maybe the beginning of 2020, December of 2019, something like that. Um, we began the store to raise money to go to the Mothman Festival in 2020. Beautiful. Mothman 2020. We were so hyped. We were gonna get a van. Everyone was gonna fly to, like, where I live, close to the West Coast. We were all gonna jump into a van. But we're all gonna take a van on an eight-day road trip wow. across the country. We had every stop planned. Oh my god, I stood up for like nights planning hotels, planning out like what tourist traps and like yes. mystery shacks and things we were gonna stop at along the way. Um, and then Pop Man 2020 got canceled because yeah. you know we we hate to see it. It was horrible. The I cried. Year oh my got god, canceled. <laughs> Yeah, like we like we we planned so much, but now it's like Mothman twenty twenty one. You know, mm-hmm. um, we we already raised the money. It's like in it's in a like a fund that we have that we'll just pull out of over the next year. Hopefully, because of the vaccine and everything, things will be safe by you know next September when the Mothman festival is back on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just a team of queer, cryptid loving people, and it's. It makes me it makes me so happy just to kind of see how people have resonated with it because I remember I posted about it once on like at the beginning on the cryptid subreddit and I had someone be like this is a cash grab someone said this is a cash grab and I was like wow. no it's not like we're not straight we're not a straight multi millionaire like corporation putting out a rainbow wristband and calling it allyship <laughs> you know we are queer queer people we're LGBT we we love to help and relate to these cryptids and it kind of like made a statement being like no this is why we relate to cryptids and we relate to them on this level we wanted this world to be something that represented us if we wanted it to be thoughtful we wanted it to be like conscientious we wanted it to be fun and 
anyways, long story short, I have now sold 157 bumper stickers that say Denny <laughs> Mothman ate my ass behind the Denny's. Um, <laughs> that has like a of queerness, but I love mentioning it. But I also have plenty of queer, you know, bumper it. stickers. Stickers that say Bigfoot is gay, and if you don't believe me, find him and ask him. Um, stickers that talk about <laughs> talk about being non-binary, the two genders, moth and man. Tag yourself, I'm moth. <laughs> um, I. I do like having an. I do like having a story that is unique. I do like having a story that relates to. Well, you know, it just like it feels. It feels right to kind of mm-hmm. be able to relate to my own story and my own products like that. But yeah, it's definitely not just me. It's an amazing team. Um, we all met through like uh, the show, like Gravity Falls, which has a lot of fun cryptids and monsters <laughs> of the week. Yeah, that's cute. Huge mystery element, and I'm obsessed with it, and I will talk about it if anyone DMs me. Just <laughs> DM me to talk about Gravity Falls, please. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, it's we all met through that, and it made sense to kind of go into a queerly cryptid story. I don't want to, like, have this be, like, a 10-minute plug, but also buy my book. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I, no, no, I really wanted to, like, hear you talk about it because, like, I, I meant to ask, like, so with the store and with your team, like how has that been for you guys? Like in the in the community, has it? I mean, you've, obviously the Denny sticker is selling well. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But like, it's how- now my bestseller, <laughs> and I put it up as a joke. I didn't think anyone would buy a sticker saying that Mothman ate their ass behind the Denny's, but Mothman gets around. Mothman, that you know- slut has. Fucked all of you guys. And mm. honestly, I don't blame him. You're all beautiful. Um, we don't slut shame in this house. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I guess hmm, as far as my real as far as like my interactions with the community goes, I at first I was using Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like they're like among cryptid fans are like two kinds of people. There are two genders. We have <laughs> two genders of cryptid loving people uh we have the amazing hype incredible diverse people on instagram um you know all kinds of walks of life all kinds of backgrounds artists and like allies and queer people and amazing just like amazing commentary amazing input uh it's an amazing love for cryptids and Mm -hmm. strange and the kind of witchy you know dark alternative side of instagram we love it and then on Reddit, we we find we have like I guess QAnon. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess the the you know the people who not only believe that aliens and cryptids exist, but also that um, the government has known about them for years and is using their you know alien powers to suppress white supremacy. I guess there's a lot. It's it's a lot, <laughs> and um, you know. <laughs> You know, yeah, there's a lot of people who say racist, homophobic, transphobic things. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to be like, it's split between Reddit and Instagram, because that's mm-hmm. not true. There's some fantastic people on Reddit and some shitty people on Instagram. That's fun. <laughs> um, fun fact, people can be shitty and use Instagram. I know we, they themselves are the cryptids of Instagram. <laughs> um, but it happens, and mm-hmm. it can be tough. I guess to for me to fathom 
because how on God's green earth can you look me in the eyes and tell me you believe in like the Loveland Frogman, you believe in Bigfoot, you believe in the Chupacabra, but you don't believe non-binary people exist? <laughs> like we have make it make sense to me. <laughs> make it make sense to me. I mean, I'm not saying that like you you have to like. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't believe in Bigfoot. Obviously, if you believe in Bigfoot, that's hype. You know, I. You know, there's evidence. The, the truth is out there. Find it. But I cannot fathom someone being like, you don't exist. You're, you know, you're lying. And then be like, oh, but, you know, um, I I know Bigfoot and he is straight and also he's white. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I guess it's just a little bit. It's just kind of, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it. Um. I can't imagine why. Mm. It just kind of feels a little bit... You know, it, it kind of stings a bit. Because I want to find solace in this community. I want to mm -hmm. find a home. I want to find people who really accept me. And I guess that can be a little bit... It can feel a little bit tough. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. I, I guess it's a little bit... It stings a bit. But for the most part, I found more acceptance within cryptid loving circles than I find in, you know my day-to-day -day life i'm not out to most people i'm mm -hmm. not out to like everyone i'm out to like my immediate co-workers mm -hmm. and like you know to like you know my, my partner um and to i'm out to my partner we love it um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you know i'm out to the people around me and my friends and my family and stuff like that but i'm not out to all of my family i i could never be out to all of my family i mean i know my 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 grandma's not exactly tech literate, so I'm not afraid of her hearing this. Like my grandma will probably never know, <laughs> and that's fine. My my parents might never know I'm non-binary. They know I'm bi, but I don't think well, I don't think my dad knows I'm bi. But like, I don't think they'll ever know I'm non-binary unless mm -hmm. I tell them, and I don't know if I have to tell them. Um, I don't know if I can tell them, and that can suck sometimes. Yeah. Um. Especially when, like, you're talking to people around you who are straight and who don't know, and they're in the closet, and they talk about non-binary and trans people like they're monsters, or they talk about them like they don't exist. Mm -hmm. And what can feel more like a cryptid than feeling like a monster that doesn't exist? Dang, it's deep. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's rough, buddy. Um... <laughs> I felt my my heart did a little squeeze there. I was like, oof. There it is. Some somewhere, my yeah. close friend went oof. Oh, big F. <laughs> Be a really cool and sexy friend. Oh man, I yeah, absolutely went oof. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so relatable, though. It like that feeling, like and and mm -hmm. it's true. Like you don't have to be like like you like. It's interesting because, like, you know, sexuality is such a spectrum. And then I think, mm -hmm. honestly, like, gender and identity are such, like, there's there's not really, like, there's not really, like, boundaries for that, I think. And it's hard yeah. when, you've, when you've, when you grow up um, seeing certain things and not seeing certain things. So it can be a little difficult to understand um, mm -hmm. something that is different than what you're used to or different or different than what you think is quote-unquote normal so like even like a normal person that is like super biological and this and that like it's hard for them to even fathom like 
that Bigfoot could mm-hmm. exist, that Mothman could yeah. exist. And so, so, like, there's a lot of overlap between, like, a lot of commonality there in, in, in the feelings and the, in the relating. Man, mm-hmm. yeah. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a depressing part of the podcast. Right? We're like, oh, this is, this is um, sad people hours. So welcome. Yeah. It went from I will fuck Nessie in my watery grave to, um, yeah, I guess uh, members of my family will never know the real me. Um, and I'm okay with that. Honestly, I-, I feel like there's a lot. There's a really big idea that you need to be out or you mm-hmm. need to be like out and proud and yeah. wear a rainbow wristband and you need everyone to know. Um, I don't think I need that. I think I think I'm okay kind of, you know, hearing she her pronouns for the rest of my life. I think I'm I think I'm okay. I think it's a very Western concept, a very yeah. okay. I, I, I can't be like it's a very white concept to want to come out, but like it kind of is. I don't know. Um I feel like I don't need that to feel like I'm really me. And I'm okay with my family not knowing. And I know that my family loves me. I just don't want to need to deal with the whole the whole everything. Um, and we could have a whole other conversation on, you know, equilibrium as it relates to being not white. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't mind being in the closet. But if I'm going to be here, I might as well hang out with Mothman. <laughs> I might as right? well vibe with Mothman. <laughs> What's more true. being in the closet than fucking off to the woods in West Virginia and terrorizing mm. people and eating babies? What is more gay than that? I challenge you to tell me. <laughs> Catch me in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey with the Jersey Devil raining terror yes. upon the villagers. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, so, I mean, it's, I think this is a fun topic, and I think mm-hmm. that it's one that hopefully people can relate to. I can't wait for your queer audience to be like, I have no idea what this bitch is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about Mothman like that. I can't wait. It'll be great. Um, Some eyes will, uh, be, eyes will be opened, hopefully. <laughs> Somebody will be like, oh, Mothman, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's, really fun i think that it's really great and i think that if we make our own representation if we make enough of it then people will begin to treat it as normal Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of the goal is feeling like i'm not maybe feeling like i'm not a freak um well maybe i'll always feel like a freak who knows i don't think that's too bad though i don't think that's the worst thing no of those things you can be than a cryptid or a monster or out ordinary you could be a homophobe <laughs> you <could be> a <laughs> transphobe. um yeah you could be a white supremacist Touché. i mean yeah maybe i'm a freak but at least i'm not a nazi jesus yeah, we <laughs> no no room for hate or intolerance here Mm-mm, not in 2021 yeah. i don't think so yes. we got enough of that as it is <laughs> oh my gosh leave hate in 2020 i know we won't people oh my god when, when the year changed i know people kind of treated it a bit like finally was free and i'm like no you're not racial <laughs> justice is still happening trans you know trans women are still being killed mm. um and covid is still real wear a goddamn mask yep. um <laughs> you're not living in the woods by yourself like bigfoot the social distance champion please <laughs> wear a mask okay bigfoot would if he was around you yes imagine if you went 
Imagine if you went Bigfoot hunting and you gave him COVID. Oh Imagine. my gosh. I, I, oh God, that would be homophobic. <laughs> we can't have that. Um, and you don't want to be a homophobe. No. Uh, wear a mask, please. Uh, and be safe, everyone. Um, I think, but, like, there's still work, like, you know, like how in 2021, there's still work to be done with just life in general mm-hmm. oh gosh um there's definitely like always i think in just about every community there's always a little bit of work to be done there's more to learn there's more to understand there's more to connect with um yeah and I'm i know that of the opinion oh, like like the more you the more you connect with people the more you can learn to understand them mm-hmm. and it bridges those gaps of indifference of misunderstanding of like for the most part we're afraid of what we don't know of what we can't understand of what's Mm -hmm. unknown what's we we're not used to what like those are the things that like scare us like that's why when you hear all of these like cryptid encounter stories people's brains are trying to rationalize what the hell they're looking at and they're terrified because they have no idea what it is and it's it's scary it's new it's unknown and the unknown can be scary but if you, I strongly believe if you learn and take the time to understand, it's no longer strange. It's mm-hmm. no longer as scary. And that creature that was attempting to maybe steal your child or not was just a inhabitant of this forest well before you ever came into existence. And this is its habitat. And it is just doing what it's doing. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let mom not eat your babies. Well, you're homophobic. <laughs> So, <laughs> what I want someone to take that side by right? sound bite out of context, <laughs> please. Um, sacrifice your child's not matter on a transfer. The you next bumper sticker. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, I'm thinking that, um, you know, I, I constantly am thinking about like how I relate more to cryptids as someone who is non-binary compared to someone who's like bi, just mm-hmm. because. You know, I know it was more non-binary or racial than bi, mm-hmm. you know, like bisexual or racial. Um, but of course, there's still bi racial. Oh my goodness. I oh, think yeah. that when people think about the queer community, you know, who, you know, straight and cis people think about the queer community, they tend to think about, you know, white, skinny, you know, a white, skinny pair of lesbians or a white, skinny pair of twins. Well, because that's like, if, like, hey, if guys, we have yeah. media representation, that's usually what is seen. Yeah. So. Um, but. <laughs> There's so many more identities. Like, being pan, being aromantic or asexual, mm-hmm. they are part of the queer community. That's Absolutely. not that's what the A stands for. It does not stand for ally. Um, <laughs> y'all can come to Pride, but you're not you're not in the acronym, sorry. Um, you know, uh, you know, being pan, being bi, being non-binary. Heck, being trans is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe getting some visibility now. I'm happy mm-hmm. you guys all saw this closure on Netflix, and if you mm-hmm. didn't, then get on that. But, yes, please. You know, um it's still you know like it's still like kind of i guess one of the more invisible letters of the acronym people don't pronounce the t in lgbt with their chest and they have to um i and you know this whole time i've been using queer as like a catch-all for all of that including aromantic people including asexual people including non-binary and trans people um and i want to make that clear um you know and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of communities i can't list out everyone who's mm-hmm. queer, but 
um, I think that you find every year when more people come out that it's not just like a 5% of the population thing. It isn't. It's a lot of people. Some mm-hmm. people who, you know, they grow up and they realize that there's something about them that's different. And then they have this label. And then they have this, you know, this flag, this identity that makes them feel like they have a home. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Being non-binary, I, I think it's been great to find that flag in Mothman, to find <laughs> that flag being all of the cryptids. I mean, I'm not saying my gender is cryptid. It is not. Um, but it is. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, I, I, hmm, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are more queer people around you than you think. If you don't think you know anyone who is, you know, gay or trans, you do. Oh, you yeah. absolutely, absolutely do. do. Um, yeah, you absolutely do. And I think a lot of, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people don't realize that. Um, I, you know, people say we've done it. You know, we have, we have, we have gay representation. Steve Universe came out, so homophobia is over. Get hype. <laughs> um, I mean, no, it, it isn't. You know, I still talk to people who think that being gay is kind of gross. I still mm-hmm. talk to people who forget gay and trans people exist. You know, I still talk to people who speak generally and it's just erasure. Um, you know, there are people who go to fill out forms for their birth certificates, birth certificates wedding certificates, sorry. Um, <laughs> and you still gotta fill in a bride and groom's name, not a spouse's name. And, yeah. you know, the two guys just gotta be like, well, who's the bride, I guess, which is, by the way, by the way, if you ever walk up to a gay couple and say, who's the husband and who's the wife, please don't. Don't do that. Just, um, just stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. In 2021, that's what we're leaving behind. We're leaving behind COVID, homophobia, transphobia, racism, <laughs> um, you know, um, unjust police. And... Everything that makes you an unpleasant human being. Stop it. Yes. And telling people who are in gay relationships, like, uh, who are just, like, you know, who are the same gender and in a relationship, who's the husband and who's the wife. Oh, um, God, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we could, you know, I I feel like if I just begin talking about queer theory in general and about, <laughs> you know, um, the spectrum of gender, I would go on for five days. Um, you know, I know that gender is kind of a, Gender, I guess I might call it a spectrum, but it's mm-hmm. more of a color wheel. It's more of a lot of things. I know that when I, um, I know that when I came out to someone as non-binary, they were like, "Oh, so like between boy and girl, you're in the middle." And I had to be like, "That's not how non-binary works." You know, it's <laughs> not, not exactly. Um... Yeah, it's not a straight line. Mm-hmm. It's more of like it's more like if you cook spaghetti and you throw it on a plate <laughs> and like a pile, that whole squiggly line—that's gender. That's the gender. Hey, hey we love pasta. <laughs> Yes, we love pasta. Um, if you're part of the pasta family, let me know. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's what we call. Because some people are uncomfortable with the term queer, which makes sense because you know it's been used, you mm-hmm. know, pretty badly over the decades. Oh, yeah. I I get it. Um, I've reclaimed it, and a lot of people have. But if you're uncomfortable with it, the pasta family. Um, <laughs> you know, the alphabet soup. We we you know we'll find we'll find a better you know a better term um but 
yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm super anxious about talking about this, by the way, because I mean, I talk about this a lot with my friends mm -hmm. um, and with like close family members who know. Um, but I don't talk about this with a lot of people, and I guess, um, I guess it's been really cool to talk about this on this podcast. So thank you, Yami. Thank you. I like, I, I will say lot. that I'm, I'm in the I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a topic that gets brushed upon too often um openly um i feel like it's an open secret that everyone again everyone in this community is gay if you've ever <laughs> cared about bigfoot you're gay i don't make the rules i'm just <laughs> they're like what i've done it i've trans audiences gender all of them um instantly I if they've listened like some people think that you can catch the gay there it is, there it is. yeah we've done it um this was a plot um, the whole time to take over the the cryptid community oh, the tap water made the loveland frogman <laughs> gay <laughs> um <laughs> i'm the tap tag yourself i'm the tap water um i, I think yeah no this has been really freaking cool to talk about i hope it's interesting your audience i i i guess i am i guess i am anxious because i know that there's a big subset of the community who is straight obviously mm. like there's a big subset of any community that's straight there's not a lot of communities that are just gay except for the lgbtq community yeah yeah um, <laughs> and like everywhere else on so many levels i'm a minority mm -hmm. i'm the only non-binary person in the room i might be the only non-binary person in my office building mm -hmm. i'm i'm the only you know it happens very often that I'm the only, you know, non-white person in mm -hmm. a specific setting. And it happens so often that I'm the only, like, queer person in a specific setting. And, well, at least the only out one. Mm -hmm. Again, we never know. Um, so, I guess, you know, I, I am anxious that people in your audience will take this the wrong way, to be frank. And be like, well, you know, I, I just like cryptids it has nothing to do with being gay or maybe they'll be defensive or maybe they'll want to insist that they're straight and um i mean if you're straight i love that for you good for you yeah, there's Congrats, nothing there's nothing wrong with however you however you yes. identify there's nothing wrong with who you love or i guess don't like that's like some of my best friends are straight yeah i mean like one of them. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> um, like i have one token straight friend we love it um i think for the most part our listeners uh well our, our first of all this podcast is absolutely 100 chaotic like mm -hmm. five thousand percent chaos most of the time um mm -hmm. so i i think it's gonna be received well and uh, I was really excited to do this topic because when you mentioned it, I was like, that's so unique. And that, I don't think I've ever heard that talked about within the context of our community. And I felt like it was something that would be important to bring up. Like, this is actually, fun fact, going to be the first episode of the new year. Woo! Yay! Bring it in 2021 with a bang. Um, Finally, starting <laughs> off a homophobia free year. Yes! What's that? That's the goal. We've done it. We've beat transphobes. We've done it with this podcast. Good job. Thanks, Nessie. You did it. Um, <laughs> so, like, I felt like it was important to talk about, like, something that hasn't been talked about. And, like, a, like you know, like we mentioned before, we are in every 
community. So I think it's important that we all try to relate with each other because at the end of the day, we're all looking for Bigfoot. At the end of the day, we're all watching that Mothman documentary. We are all mm-hmm. watching Ghost Hunters. Like, so, <laughs> like... Oh, I'm sorry. I hate to just, like, bring something in. But I was tagged recently and I found this really cool... Uh-huh. There's a, there's a Mothman musical on the way called Scouts. I'm sorry? About Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts looking for the Mothman. And I guess it has a lead trans character. And um, I I, re- I found this last week. I found this last week. Oh, Frankly, the gosh. social media team needs to be more active. Or they need to post more to YouTube or something. Because I can't believe I've never heard of this. Wait, wait, wait. But is I this on Instagram? Say, this is on Instagram. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I know, like, no one can hear me sending you the link. But I'm frantically finding the link. One second. But, yeah, um, it exists. It's real. I follow them and they follow me. And I found them because they, like, tagged me in an Instagram story because I guess someone on the team bought m- bought my merch and uh-huh. um, was, uh, I found it. The, the account is called The Mothman is Real on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. This this sounds amazing wow this ties in perfectly with this topic you heard it here first i found it this week and they have like i don't know i've been on instagram like a few months and they have fewer followers than me what the crap no like follow them please it says a Uh, comedy thriller adventure musical about gender stereotypes and common sense yeah wow and they quotified the author if you scroll down you see a really cool like this is literally the best of both wow i'm just i know nothing about it it has like five things about it that are out in the world and i can't wait to find out more i okay listen watch this come out in the year and we find out something horrible like everyone on the team is like a transphobe or something i don't think that's gonna happen (laughs) i'm just like i'm so hype about this that i know it's gonna go wow this is i mean from what we're seeing it looks like it it bridges this it literally is is talking about this very subject for the most yeah, part that's amazing follow them. find them and follow them and wow. that's, that's my plug. um so yeah absolutely follow this instagram account forget mine i'm fine i'm selling a, i'm selling <laughs> stickers about bought and eating my ass behind denny's i don't need the help but get them on the podcast shit oh um, my gosh we were saying dude. about maybe doing a part two of this <gasps> got it we found them Y'all stay um, tuned maybe <laughs> Yeah, but absolutely, like, you know, they have almost nothing on this page. I think it might be new, but find them, let them know that you appreciate what they're trying to do. And, you know, I'm hype. I'm very hype. Wow. Uh, I, I hate to, Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I just thought uh, of it, I, and I was like, I'm I've got to forget. I need to say it. I'm so glad um, you told me. I'm, I'm really excited about this now. And now everyone that's listening can also know about this and be like, wow. Yeah, because no one knows who the fuck they are. And I'm like, they were like, yeah, check us out on YouTube. And I was like, I can't find your YouTube. I'm looking for it. And because they have so few videos and so few followers, it's just not showing up. Oh, so they okay, had to well, link yeah. me to YouTube. It's, ah, oh, man. Anyways, find it. They they seem <laughs> cool. They seem, they, they, I'm like, they bought my merch. They seem rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you too can be cool if you buy my keychains. Um. Get a pin, no, get I, a get a bath bomb, get some cookies. Yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. Do it, do it. Um, they will make you trans. That this is true. <laughs> if you eat my cookie, you're trans now. I'm I don't make the rules. Um <laughs> I, I think that uh seeing representation like this is the coolest thing. And um 
really hyped. I'm interested in where it goes. Uh, and I'm surprised that we haven't seen more, I guess, cryptid representation. I know that there's... I know, okay, listen, I know I need to listen to all of the Adventure Zone, but I know that at some point in the Adventure Zone, Mothman and Bigfoot make appearances, and that there's nothing, I guess, more queer than the Adventure Zone, especially, <laughs> like, later on. So, I know that people are beginning to, like, figure out, oh, they love Mothman. Oh, are you gay? You love Mothman. Um, <laughs> there's something here, guys. They're on to us. There's something going on. I know that there's just, like, a tie a tie to that. I, I can see it and I think that that's cool. Now, of course, I guess I should put the disclaimer, I don't speak for every single queer person. I can't. I can only speak for myself and for what I've seen. So, if you are gay and you hate cryptids, congratulations. Love that for you. Um, <laughs> Which you're, you were allowed to do. You're allowed to be gay and not like cryptids. Could it be me? But you're allowed. But also, you could be straight. Could it be me? But you could. <laughs> I will also refer you to the entire collection of small town monsters just in case you're like i don't like cryptids but like i might watch a movie i got you we'll convert you no. <laughs> yeah i want to see marriage of marginalized groups and cryptid and like monster movie culture um jordan peele i think produces what's it called love lovecraft country um yes and it features okay. like a a black family going through eldritch abominations. Yes. And I, I cannot believe it's taken this long to have, like, scary movies and, like, monster movies focus on black characters. Like, it just doesn't happen. Jordan Peele kind of... Honestly, people are going to DM me a million examples of, like, before <laughs> Jordan Peele doing it, and I can't wait to see it. Honestly, please do. I want to see more of it. But I believe he kind of, in the modern era, revolutionized that. And I can't wait to see that for you know, for queerness. If it's already happened, let me know. Fill me in, because I, I missed it, I guess. I'm running a store and I have a full-time job. I'm tired. Um, so, <laughs> fill me in. Send it to me. But, you know, I, 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 I'm I just really hyped about this stuff. Um, I'm hyped about what's on the horizon. Um, you know, there's something really powerful in the kind of... Um, power fantasy of mm -hmm. thinking you're a monster, of thinking you're cool, thinking you have these cool... What did they say Mothman can do? Interdimensional abilities? They yeah. say that about Bigfoot, too. I think they say that about any cryptid that, like, they haven't found yet. They're like, oh, well, he phases out of reality. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I mean, I'm, it's 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 an idea. Yeah, it's an idea. I mean, I love that for you, that you have that idea. Could it be me? I, um, I personally am a bit was skeptical of cryptids uh please i'd say don't fight me but like just fight me go ahead it's fine <laughs> you'll win um I, I personally i'm just a bit more skeptical and just love the idea of them and love the artistry of like you know the community and love mm -hmm. celebrate celebrating the odd and the strange um we do that well but yes but there is a bit of a of a of a power fantasy, a little bit of like, maybe not power fantasy, but just like the fantasy. What's more queer than wanting to live in the woods and be powerful and be strong, be mysterious and be interesting. Like, I, I know that, I don't know, when I think about like straight power fantasy, I think of like He-Man, I think of like having rippling muscles and a sword <laughs> and getting the girl. Um, I too want to fuck bitches, but I want to do it as a moth in the woods. <laughs> you have like, it's like a more cottagecore version of that, like. 
<laughs> a bit. Oh my gosh. We could talk about cottagecore and how like, you know, elements of it are problematic because I guess there's appropriation of like gay culture and the celebratoriness of colonialism, but I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. But yeah, yeah. essentially yes. Um <laughs> take me to the woods. Um <laughs> Oh man. Uh I can't wait for everyone to message me what an SJW would be. It'll be great. <laughs> It is gonna be great. So it'll be great. I'm hyped for the bullying. <laughs> yes. Just do it. What what are you gonna do? Like I mean, I'm already brown and queer. <laughs> like, Thanks, but <laughs> um, like congratulations. I thought it was. I meant it was. Um, but no. Um, I I think that there is kind of a bit of a power fantasy in it. I think that. I, I think that, or maybe just like in general, like a being powerful, a being some kind of interesting, sinister figure. I don't know. It's why I wanted to be Ursula. You know, it's it's why I think all those villains are cool. It's why I think it's. I I think, I think it's why I want to be a cryptid. I want to be a cryptid because. I'll be cool, I'll be interesting, and yeah, people might not think I exist, and yeah, people might think I'm a monster, but at least I could fly, come on. <laughs> I guess, um, I guess I don't really have much more to say on the topic, to be honest, you can go ahead and cut that out, but like, <laughs> I, I, mm. I, yeah, cool, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm I'm been really hyped to be here. I've been really excited about this topic. Please let me know if you want to talk about it again with more people. Yes, yes, I would love to revisit this and like expand the the pool even and get some more perspectives. Yeah. Maybe I'm um, not. I don't know. I'm maybe. not gonna lie. I'm super anxious, so I'm losing my mind here. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, me. I have they. No one can see because like you know this is just audio. But I have like a little fidget cube that I. I had a fidget cube, like, before it was cool kind of a deal, and because I have anxiety, um, mm-hmm. and I found my fidget cube, like, like, two weeks ago, and it has, and it has changed my life again, and now, like, when no one can see, I'm like, it's a fidget cube. I would get a fidget cube if I didn't know I would. I need a fidget cube because I have anxiety and I have ADHD. But the fun thing about ADHD is you lose everything. So I know if I had a fidget cube, I would. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I lost mine for like a year and a half. So like there there was that. (laughs) Welcome to the ADHD club. Next podcast. How do you relate to cryptids if you have ADHD? We're just (laughs) taking all of the everything. If you're neurodivergent. If you're disabled, how do you relate to cryptids? This is going to be a new series. I'm making the executive decision for you, y'all. Cheers to oh. the to the unique. Mm-hmm. I would. I was gonna say weird, but I'm like, hell no. We're we're unique. We're cool. We're, we're unique. I mean, you know what? No, fuck it. We all weird. That's cool too. Yeah, we're strange. We're the freaks. We are I, reclaiming I... that title in a <laughs> My positive outlook. <laughs> I I I love. I, I don't know. I love it. I, I, I think I think we got to reclaim the things that we're afraid of. Hmm. I think that's what loving cryptids is all about. Um, is kind of surrounding yourself with what you might feel. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a freak, and I think I'm good with that. Um, oh, I love and I'm it. a hype. 
hyped to talk about this. We're hyped. Bring on, bring on someone. I mean, bring on someone who's white. Fuck it. Let's see what what white uh what white people have to say about it's this. It's a different because maybe their experience is different than mine. Yeah. Um, you know, bring on someone who's who's not non-binary but who's like binary trans. Bring mm-hmm. on someone who has gender dysphoria who can talk about that because that's not something I can really talk about at length. And ha- bring on lesbian let's get a lesbian a like, full panel them all <laughs> like pokemon let's just uh, let's just collect all of all i love this alphabet. lgbtq uh pokemon yeah i just gotta catch them all and i will be i'll be james it'll be amazing <laughs> um, tag yourself i'm squirtle <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone in the comments tag yourself i don't know if we have comments on squirtle with, comment specifically <laughs> squirtle with when he puts on the black like glasses that's uh-huh. me. That's yeah me. i'm i'm pikachu when i was a little bitch to ash and got <laughs> me my gender is little bitch um, <laughs> um but yeah i'm really hyped to talk about this with people in the future if you want to get a panel of also non-white people to just talk about how you know maybe they relate in the same way because I feel like there's a lot of overlap in that sense. I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't think about black and brown creators when they think about cryptids, but I made a post a while back kind of like promoing a list of non-white you know, cryptid people, so check out my profile if you want to find that list because we need to give support to black mm-hmm. and brown creators because it's so easy to not feel welcome. Mm-hmm. You very, know? very true. Mm-hmm. So... I guess let me know um yeah this was so much fun <laughs> <laughs> so Hannah, i have to say thank you so so much for first of all bringing this topic up and this idea and then for just chatting about everything queer and cryptids and she-ra and pokemon and beyond like <laughs> i love this it was beautiful. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to chatting about this later again with more people. That would be amazing. Let our listeners know, where can we, if we want to support you and your team, where do we find you? What do we do? Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So uh, we have social media in a few places, but I've been most active on Instagram. The account um <laughs> the account is what would Mothman do? Um, you know, just spelled the way you would imagine. That's also what we're called on Etsy. If you want to check out my Etsy store, we have cookies, we have stickers, we have greeting cards. We wow. had Christmas ornaments, but I'm, I'm taking them off, unfortunately, because we're out of the Christmas season, but they will be back next year. And we have bath bombs relating oh. to specific cryptids. We have a chupacabra one that smells like cactus lily. We have a Bigfoot one that smells like pine. You know, we have a Nessie one that smells like the ocean. It's fun. We put a lot of thought and, I, you know, like a lot of just, like, inspiration behind mm-hmm. those designs. And hopefully people love them. Um, and, you know, we have bumper stickers. Just just come check us out. Even if you don't buy anything, we appreciate everyone dropping by and just uh, message me. I, I love getting messages from people who just want to talk about stuff like this. So you won't be bugging me. Go ahead and message me. Um. <laughs> And if I don't respond, it is because I hate you. No, it's because I'm busy. <laughs> I have a full-time job and I'm running a store that had an unprecedented busy season with uh, the holiday season. It was ridiculous and amazing. It's been my first year in business and I'm so happy to see this resonating with people. And I'm happy that 
I'm able to provide the space because I feel like it's something that people really needed. Uh, so that's where you can find me. I'm also on Twitter. I think uh, the account I have is called Mothman Deeds. Uh, so what would Mothman do? Mothman Deeds. Um, we have like, I think, 10 followers. It's not a very big space. I almost gave up on Twitter. But if we get more people following us on Twitter, I'll be able to post updates there. I'll be able to be more active. We have, I believe, a Tumblr of the same name, What Would Mothman Do? Uh, so, Tumblr is What Would Mothman Do? Um, you know, Instagram is What Would Mothman Do? And then, uh, you know, the Twitter is Mothman D. So, yeah. You're going to... <laughs> you just follow me? I, I might have just <laughs> followed you, and I might be, as, as, we're, as we're wrapping up here, I may or may not be spamming the hell out of your... Um, Twitter account right now, but you know, leave me alone. No, stop. <laughs> no, enjoy Honestly, the no. 20 uh, plus likes. Yeah, so Tumblr is <laughs> my phone is vibrating. No, uh, Tumblr is what would Mothman do? Instagram is what would Mothman do? And Twitter is Mothman Deeds. So check us out on Etsy, check us out on Instagram. Um, I've been inactive due to the holiday season being ridiculous i still work a full-time job and run this store, which is a lot but i love it i'm enjoying this so much and i love what everyone has to say and i love it when people message me when they get the products and um yeah so that's where you can find me um also um you know uh donate to good social justice causes donate to i'm gonna yes. say this now and you can cut it out if you want, if oh, you want. No, but no, donate no. to black lives matter causes in your community um educate yourself keep up with the georgia senate races Ooh, and i'm stressed already <laughs> well you know just stay informed do what you can look into it i really should have some links pinned on my twitter i'll do that soon maybe uh because after this i have a shift i have to do but <laughs> i will do it soon um but absolutely stay informed do what you can and keep up with this and just because joe biden won doesn't mean racism is over in fact far from it um yeah <laughs> i think that's everything human being yes please be a good human being that's my plug be a good human being yay <laughs> yay <laughs> all right hannah thank you so much for being on here A big round of applause again to our guest, to Hana from What Would Mothman Do for that awesome expose. It was a great topic. I'm super excited that they brought it to my attention as something to even chat about. Um, we chat on the sides about stuff like this all the time, but being able to bring an episode like this really was near and dear to my heart. So I hope that you all enjoyed it, whether a part of the LGBTQ community or not. Um, I want to reassure that this space is a safe place for everyone. Where we can talk about things um, that you know, impact people in people's lives. So everyone is welcome here. No one is excluded. We are all for everyone here and we love everyone. So again, um, please send some love to Hana and their team over at What Would Mothman Do? Check out their awesome store. I have personally bought some pins, some cookies and things from there. And I so greatly enjoy all the work that they put into, um, 
all their things. So we have some great content in there and we just want to support um, other content creators in this community, other LGBTQ uh, content creators, other POC content creators and beyond because this community is so beautiful. It continues to diversify and I want to make sure that this is a platform to amplify those voices and to give support to those voices. So yay! That just, it was so good. That was, it was such a good episode. I really appreciated Hannah for um, plugging us in. Um, and I hope that we can revisit this episode um, topic maybe a little bit further. And like we mentioned at the end, maybe with a more diverse panel so that we can get even other opinions. So, because everything we've expressed today is purely our experiences and thoughts and opinions. Um, so I hope that you all enjoyed that. And who knows, maybe the next time um, we are able to chat about this, I might bring my close friend um, to talk about her experiences a little bit more. So shout out and love to everybody in our community. Shout out and love to anybody who's listening, a part of the LGBTQ community. I hope you enjoyed um, anyone that is, whether you are openly out or not, you are loved, you are seen, you are worthy, and you are so welcomed and are a part of this community. So I hope we all embrace each other with open arms, that we get to learn more about each other, understand each other, and continue to grow this amazing community that has become such a big support in my life and I know in other people's lives. So let's continue. We all love weird things. We all love the cryptids. So let's spread that love, that weirdness, and that joy into the rest of 2021. What a great way to start us off. So I hope you carry that energy with you guys and tune in for another episode coming hopefully really soon. I did have issues with parts of it. Oh my gosh. Catra, can I just say Catra still by the end has that toxic possessiveness and she never learned not to have it. Oh my God, cut this out. Cut it out. But she never stopped. She never stopped being possessive. You're and not wrong. Please cut it out. Um, we've seen a flashback where back in like back in the day, like she was like, I'm gonna go play with Lonnie. And so Kansha just jumps up and down on her stomach. And <laughs> like it's like, ah, she's cute and possessive. Ooh woo. No, it's and we're like, no, that's, that's kind of problematic. I hate this. Uh, I mean, okay, I love the show. It's, you know, <laughs> Double Trouble. They're amazing. We love him. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the show. I wish it. We're talking about cryptids. Okay, listen. I was going <laughs> to say a side of <laughs> All right, Hannah, thank you so much for being on here. I'll, I'm going to stop recording right, right, right now. Thank you.